Well, hello, hello, hello. Happy Sunday, Anchor family. This is Chakra Wanda, your international spiritual stress reduction specialist. And my intention is to create a space where healing can take place. And I do this by being a creator of affirmative prayer, guided meditation, angelic empowerment, coaching and I'm a multi-creative so today Sunday what what is the topic um mm, well I want to share with you I want to share with you how major life shifts create expanded opportunity for living Major life shifts create expanded opportunity for living. I experienced a major life shift back in 2016. I'd gone to the doctor and uh, I was having my annual exam. And then it dawned on me that I had promised myself to make my doctor aware of something that seemed a little out of the ordinary and I actually discovered it a year before like in 2015 so I'm a massage therapist by trade and uh, you know I get massages on a regular basis um, I like to go to the gym swimming, steam, hot tub that's my favorite is the hot tub and I was in the steam room and uh, typically I'll do some work on my neck and shoulders so, you know, I was just doing some massage manipulation around the occipital region, the back, the nape of the neck, around my shoulders. And started massaging around my face. I like to massage my face and my chin and my neck, you know. And uh, I discovered as I put my fingertips along the bridge of the right side of my neck, it felt like these knots you know and I'm feeling on the other side and it felt the same I don't know I imagine that it felt the same so I said I think I'll you know then through the whole year I was noticing it and I said okay let me just when I have my annual let me um you know go ahead and tell talk to the doctor about it right So, I did in 2016. Why did I wait so long? Because I'm not an alarmist. I'm not saying that, you know. You know, I'm not just not one of those that um, get, you know, worried about things that I discover about my body. Being a healer, I intuitively work with my body as well, you know. And then, having done so many hours of work with others, laying on of hands, energy work, readings, you know, listening from a medically intuitive um, frame of being and working and understanding. If something showed up that seemed to be out of alignment with regard to the operation of my body or something shows up, I typically talk to my body and I ask spirit what it is that 
would be the best for me to do. Now, I do go to traditional doctor, you know, and if there's something out of the ordinary, but I haven't had that situation because I constantly get massages too, you know, during that time. I had stopped getting massages because I had moved out of the field of massage therapy and started doing work in the salon, which is still creative. So here it is, I'm in the doctor's office, and I said, oh, by the way, it's at the end of the exam. I noticed these unusual knots around my right chin, and she felt and palpated, scheduled me for MRI, and then calls me and says, She says, so we need you to come back in. And uh, we did the scan when they got the, the MRI was done. They did a scan from your sternum all the way up to your head, you know. And there are some, lump, there's some dots or lumps seem to be under your right jaw in that region as well as one behind your nose. So I'm like, okay. So I go in and she explains and says, we need to refer you to an ear, nose, and throat doctor. So I go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor. Before I go, she runs all kinds of tests. By this time, my eyes are kind of getting a little big, and I'm like, okay. This is an interesting. This is just interesting. That's all I kept saying. This is interesting, you know. So I go to the ear, nose, and throat doctor, and immediately when I got there, they wanted to do. He palpates and said, "We we got to do a biopsy," and he tries to do it right there in the daggone <laughs> exam room. I mean, he brought these two huge needles out. <sighs> Numb the area. And stick the needle into the knot, one of the knots in my. The tumors, it, I ended up having tumors in my lymph gland systems, system, my lymph gland, along my neck. And uh, let me pull out this phone up. And then also one behind my nose. And what's interesting, you guys, is this. Um, I had no other indicator other than the palpation that I did in the steam room. And as far as the nose is concerned, you know, I wasn't having any challenge breathing or anything like that. So so then uh, it was around the 4th of July. It was going to be after the 4th of July that I would find out. So it was about two weeks away. And all of the battery of tests that they, they um, gave me and the questions that he had, you know, you're listening to someone that is speaking words, speaking diagnoses or potentialities. It's so important for us to be present. It's so important to really understand yourself. That's why I, you know, I don't look at TV. I don't take in the world news, for example. Um, I choose daily what I want to listen to when I wake up in the morning even if it's my own voice, I use my devices to record 
uh, affirmations, prayers. I go to sleep listening to words and energy that works with my subconscious mind, you know? So, I'm taking in what the doctors are saying and categorizing and processing it and then going home in this weird, numb state like, you know, (laughs) I'm in this awareness, I'm in my body, I'm wondering what the hell is going on. (laughs) Never had anything like this in my life. Talking to family members, talking to friends. You know, I made a commitment to myself years ago that if anything showed up physically for me, I would never say that I'm sick. I would say that I'm on a health journey. The other thing would be, I know that I would only connect with a handful, only of two or three people who I know are true healers that understand the power of the word of spoken of speaking words you understand of the power of language and speaking words understand the power of the response of our physical vessels understand the power of healing that already is active within the DNA level cellular cellular level of our being And that when it comes to anyone praying over me or for me or with me, they they actually have to be in the mindset that they're in agreement for my highest possibility of no matter, no matter what is going on, you see. You know, the traditional world, you know, you say to people or family members, I have this, or this is being, my body is expressing this particular situation, and immediately, you know, I had to tell my immediate family members when I told them, they would be, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I said, please stop right there. Here's what I need you to do. Take a deep breath. Look at me. What I want from you, first of all, I love you. Second of all, can you do me a favor? Can you know the truth of optimal healing? for me in this now moment. Connect with me in that way. Let your prayers be one that is in agreement that my body is already healed. I love you and thank you. You see, in this world, you know, we see where people have dis-ease show up in their lives, cancers, all types of things, and I'm not insensitive, or I choose, I pray that I am not insensitive to anyone listening to this, but metaphysically, spiritually, there's much power in our actions and what we speak. The understanding that whenever we fight against a thing, or say that we are in a battle, you actually cultivate that more. When people, I see billboards, I see the social media, or, you know, society says, 
We're going to fight cancer. We're going to fight this. I'm in a battle. I'm in a fight. Well, you're actually telling the universe, yes, I want to fight. Bring a fight on. Continue to bring situations where I fight. I've heard many lectures and read books and heard from people who understand from a deeper perspective about the process of speaking to their bodies and asking the question for things that show up. And listen to what I'm saying. Just listen. For the body really is, there's nothing wrong with our bodies. They've been engineered in a way by a divine essence, Holy Spirit, God, whatever name you recognize to be that creates everything, has designed this vessel with pain receptors, with systematic indicators to let us know that something is just basically out of alignment in this ease. So actually, I celebrate my body doing what it was supposed to do, letting me know that there was blockage in my lymphatic system. Now, it showed up here in the area of my throat, which is my energetic center of the throat chakra. Now, I'm listening to the doctors. I'm doing what they said. And by the way, all through this process, I've been not prescribed any medication. I chose not to do any kind of, um, you know, typical cancer treatments. Let me back up. First of all, the tumors turned out to be benign. I ended up having the tumors removed and during the process of them removing, that's when they discovered it wasn't benign. I ended up having two different types of tumors in my body. They were baffled by that. So even after the surgery, after being home for two weeks, lying here in my bed like I am right now, because I love anchors that I could just roll over and <laughs> do my thing. But I stayed in my bed for two weeks. My daughter had to tend to me in the middle of the night. I had a bag hanging off of my neck like I was Frankenstein's bride. I mean, like, I was in this twilight zone, like, what the hell is going on? You know, but at the same time, the higher conscious part of me made an agreement. In preparation for understanding that I would have to have... um surgery. Now, I am a student of the Gateway University Higher Metaphysical Studies, and I began my journey for studying the Angelic Ministry Program in 2015. The time that the tumors were discovered and I had to have surgery, I would have gone and taken my, you know, the uh, ceremony for um, becoming ordained. It was scheduled to be done at uh, the sa sacred space of Mount Shasta in California, and I was unable to attend. I still have some classes that I need to finish, but I am actively, I have always been actively in my angelic ministry. What I do when it comes to being an angelic minister, it's a universal, non-denominational ministry. And uh, I'm connected with 
angelic ministers from all over the world. My ministry is one of healing, where I create a space where healing takes place through affirmative prayer, guided meditations, angelic um, coaching, and creative expressions. Um, I use instruments called angel harps that came into my life. That's, I have to share that story with you. I create sacred journeys for people, for groups, one-on-one. -on -one. This is my heart work. So in this life journey of understanding and being led and working with the awareness of the support that I have from the Holy Spirit, the angelic realm placed here for us, I understood in that moment of the journey of these tumor, uh, you know, the, the health journey, to prepare myself before the surgery. I prepared my mind. I prepared my heart. I, um, there were some readings and studies and things like that that I wanted to finish up. So I surrounded myself with books and information to feed on while I was in recovery. And one of the areas of, of um, knowledge that Spirit has driven, has guided me to, is to understand more about my soul's journey uh, with the Akashic Record studies how to read Akashic records, how to read my own records, and how to be aware of myself as a spiritual being, being aware of, you know, the things that show up in my life right now that might be of a repetitive nature, an awareness that it may not have been in this life that that started, it could have been in a previous life that certain things have started, and that I'm doing my deep work to, to move through and become more empowered navigating in this life. So with all that said, I chose to position myself to say, for these two weeks that I'm recovering, I'm allowing my physical body to restore, okay? And I created a prayer of healing to lay hands on myself the spirit told me to look up the anatomy and physiology structure of my neck and my nose. Because he said, remember your teaching or what you learned as a massage therapist about anatomy and physiology. Create a prayer, an affirming prayer, using the actual technical name of the structure of my neck and the lymphatic system. And use... The affirmative prayer process, acknowledging Creator, acknowledging that Creator and me are one, acknowledging then the third part of the prayer is to affirm the healing, affirm. I give thanks for the proper operation of my lymphatic system. I give thanks for the preparation of my overall body to give me signs and symbols to let me know when something is out of alignment. Now, I'm talking to the original code in my DNA, in my cells. I'm talking and giving permission for healing to take place. I'm giving permission for the tumors to respond to the power of healing in my word. And so I did that work intentionally. I had a friend take me to the surgery. I did my prayer ahead of time. Praying about my angelic teams being present 
working alongside the doctors and the nurses during my surgery. They sent me home with a bag coming off my neck. My friend, my friend Tanya, she received the information when I recovered from surgery, listening to the doctors on how to take care of me, what to do with the bag, with the tools, with the measuring of the fluid, and how often to check, and the dressing, and all of that, and then brought me home, and I stayed in this bed, and, and she stayed here till my daughter came to show her. My kids were... It's, it's funny how family, they love you so much, they have different reactions. One daughter said, Mommy, don't let them cut on you. They're just trying to take your money. And she was coming from a very fearful place. She didn't know. Mommy is strong. Mommy's the one that has always had a solution. How can you be down? How can you be sick? I let her. I love her. I accepted how she responded and told her, here's what mommy needs. All is well. I've chosen to move forward with the surgery. This is what I've chosen to do. And then the youngest tended to me throughout the midnight hours. I was on medication, but I chose to stop taking it after about two days. Man, they gave me this, what is this stuff, Percocet? Oh my God, I still have it. It's like 50, 50 tablets. I'm like, man, I ain't doing all that. It's interesting I didn't even have any pain. But um during recovery I could lay I could not lay down straight. I had to sit up sleeping. Um I did do some live streaming. <laughs> I was on drugs at that time, but my audience, you know, was there for me. When I recovered and came downstairs finally, I went over to my creation corner, you know. I noticed that when I got out of bed that my ankles had no longer, they weren't swollen anymore. You know, you know, standing on my feet doing the, the hair and, and all of that. And I felt lighter and I went downstairs. I went to my creation corner and I pulled, I looked at my bags. I had crystals. I had gemstones. I had wire. I, I tried to do wire wrapping a year before that. But during my recovery with this, I, you know, this was re with this retreat time. And, you know, when I did my studies, you know, I did prayers, I did quiet work, I slept a lot, you know. It just felt great, really. I felt refreshed, actually. And then when I went down to my creation corner and I started working with the crystals, I was feeling better. I was breathing. And then better, you know. And then I went on live stream and showed, I didn't show myself, but I showed my hands. I said, you know, guys, I'm working with these crystals that I've had. And which way should I turn the wire? And next thing you know, someone said, I'm going to buy that. I'm like, you know what? Major life changes can actually be a road to an expansion in different ways. So, you know, I've discovered that a lot of the major life changes I've had actually catapulted me into a newer and richer way of living. I'm not going to drag on with this. So the moral story is the tumors were 
benign. They wanted to continue to do more work on me, like bone marrow biopsies and sending me to Duke University. Oh my God, to do to do you know trial tests and all of this. I said no. I prayed about it and I asked Spirit that when the next time I go to the doctor, please let me know should I move forward. And when I went to that doctor's office, all I could hear her say, I couldn't even hear it clearly. She was speaking and it was nothing but garble coming out. And I stopped it. I said no. I'm done. And then, here it is. Well, it was 2018, but in 2017, 365 days later, I was in the best health that I ever have been. Because I started doing an exercise with hula hoop. Who would have known? That's a whole nother story. And I lost 15 pounds, 16 inches, and life is much richer. So, in conclusion... You say, shock, well, how is it richer? It simply is. That was just one major life. You know, it would have shut somebody else down, maybe, but I don't have time for all of that. Even in the midst of it, yes, you know, all the sur- the surgery that took place. And, you know, I just chose that I'm not going out like that with what the world is saying, what the doctors say. No, what do I say, you know? Like I said, a year later, by by happenstance, I started getting into hula hooping for fitness. Who would have known? You know, now I got friends hooping. I got a hoop group. I'm getting ready. I'm taking, um, I'm taking a group fitness certification to teach it in my area. I see my expressions or what wants to be expressed as a great adventure. And I use the power of visioning, life visioning. You know, I use the power of life visioning for everything now. I choose that. You understand? I choose that. We can choose that. So what I do is choose, I re-harness major life experiences and they turn into a creative outlet that adds value to the world. Through, like for example, my jewelry. Oh, by the way, I've just placed some crystal babies in my Etsy shop. I've been working today. I've taken pictures. Well, I did, you know, the wrappings. And I've taken pictures and I'm slowly posting them to my my shops and my social media. It's Chakra Wanda Creations. So that's what was created 2016. And I'm so grateful that when I feel like I want to create, I create. And then I let people know where these crystal babies are. (laughs) Oh, and I have a special offer for my anchor family. The code, first of all, Chakra Wanda Creations on Etsy, etsy etsy.com. I will, for this final segment here in the comments, put the link where you can go, and a special code, Anchor Fam, A N C H O R F A M, all caps, buy two items or more and get 10% off just for you. So when I make my crystal babies, these are pendants, I make bracelets and stuff like that too, but when I make the crystal babies, in the beginning, it was very hard for me to let them go. So I consider them my babies, and I consider anyone 
that's attracted to a specific one that is for you, that they are being adopted. So, I have crystal babies that I'm loading into the shop, ready for adoption. Let me tell you some of the ones that I just put out. You have Green Obsidian, opens and purifies the heart and the throat chakra. Um, oh, South African, uh, South African Carnelian um, represents, oh yeah, well, and let me just say this. Go to Instagram, Facebook, and Etsy. Chakra Wanda Creations. And I have a description out there. I have pictures. I have videos. I enjoy the creation process. And I pray that those that um, receive these crystals, the ones that you are, one or two that you are drawn to, uh, will continue. Will bless you from the the energy and the meaning of how they were created. I sage and bless every creation that I release into the world. So before they're shipped, they are saged and blessed. So a final note of encouragement is, you know, major life changes. Maybe it's not major. Maybe it's shifts. Maybe it's changes in love relationship. Maybe it's changes in your work. Maybe it's changes in your behavior. And moving from being angry to choosing to be much more positive. Find a way to allow the best of who you are to come out as the gift from the shift. Blessing.